1: and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain.
0: Have you ever seen a grown man naked?
1: Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no. Today, Junior?
0: It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank show. Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is. Woo! We're back. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in the lovely. City of Kinston, North Carolina. It is Monday, April the 17th, in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 839 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, why? They will be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. And I got to tell you before we jump into anything else, before I tell you who we got coming up on the show today and all the great things that have happened over the last few days and prepping you for what's happening this week. Cause I got to tell you guys, there is a ton of stuff happening in our area, uh, over the next, uh, week or so heck over the next couple of weeks, just some great, great, great things. I missed you. I hope you missed me, too, because I really did miss you. I'm not joking. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed, uh, what, eight or nine straight days of uh, not getting up at 430 in the morning and sleeping in. And I'm telling you, I was absolutely worthless yesterday. Uh, You know, we were on vacation. If you follow me on Facebook or uh, if you're friends with me on Facebook, and I've only got about 5,000 of you. So uh, thank you for that. But, uh, you know, we, uh, hot Linda and her family and me and my family, uh, we were in the outer banks, uh, actually up in Kerala enjoying, uh, some time off, uh, got back on Saturday and I was, I still, I was worthless yesterday. I can't, I'm not even exaggerating woke up i don't even know 8:39 o'clock something like that and uh i had a little i guess a little breakfast and lay back down i know i'm not sure i've been i've been reading this awesome book you're going to hear me talk about it here in a little bit but uh <laughs> yes mark panicelli we got about 25 things to talk about but uh i uh just just worthless i'm not sure i mean i got up and uh you know took care of business a couple of times uh, you know, in the, uh, in the bathroom realm and all that. But, uh, I really spent about, uh, I, I don't know if I got out of bed formally, formally until about three o'clock yesterday. Uh, and it just, I, let me tell you something. I'm that guy that when you get a hotel room, you know, when I spend a night in a hotel, if checkout is at noon, I leave at one. I mean, I'm turning in my key at one minute till noon. I mean, I get every ounce every minute of everything out of it and uh that's what we did with this weekend or this whole past week being on vacation like i said in Kerala, uh had an awesome house had just a great time Uh, the first time me and my three siblings have spent that much time together in uh in really forever uh it was just awesome we had such a good time got to hang out with uh linda and uh, her uh, and parts of her family, not her whole family but uh, Paul and uh, his wife Sam were there. If, as you if you heard our last show back on uh, Friday, April 7th, you heard the news uh, that uh, Samantha is pregnant. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, Linda's sister Julie was with us on the trip too and she had her daughter with her from Washington State. Uh, she, her name is Riley. She's pregnant. So we had two pregnant. We had 17 people in this eight bedroom house and it was incredible. We just had such a good time. And, uh, I hate, you know, how it is, you, especially when it was just, it was very relaxing. We weren't stressed All The only negative and not that it was that bad of a negative but Linda and I had the uh, room on the top floor. There. It was, like I said, eight bedrooms, one bedroom on the top floor, four in the middle, three on the bottom. We had a pool table. We had a swimming pool, had everything. It was just awesome. Great, great, great vacation. The only negative was where our bedroom was. Uh, <laughs> the sun came through, and I guess that's how they built the house to just make sure you were awake because I'm telling you, five of the seven mornings, uh, that sun came peering through that window at about uh 705 to 710 I know because it woke me up every morning. And uh, again there are worse ways to get woke up than you know the sun uh beaming through a window but it was just a great trip. Had a great time and uh already missed my family. We've all been we're on this uh Snapchat uh, group or whatever. And just, uh, just all our messages back and forth and love my sisters and my brother and uh, my nieces and nephews. And, uh, just had a great time. Just had a really, really great time and hate that it's over with. But you know what, what, uh, made it better was knowing that I was coming back to you, dear listener. And I mean that Keith Spence and Pam Sheffield and uh, just everybody else, all our regular listeners, uh, Ricky Whaley. I know you're out there too. Listening. And a Shane Albee. Guy. I I I'm gonna forget people. I'm gonna get mad, but our uh oh my gosh, and how could I forget Greg Clemens, the great Greg Clemens, my uh partner in crime out at uh Down East Wood Ducks Games. Man, just uh I'm I'm very happy to be back and I tell you what, I'm very excited about today's show. So uh again, missed you guys last week. But glad to be back and uh, ready to uh, jump right back into it. We have a great show for you today to kick off uh, my return from vacation. Joining me in less than 20 minutes is our regular Monday guest. He's the dean of ENC Sports Talk host. He's also the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli. Why? It's Mark Panicelli. <laughs> I've already messaged him and told him we've got about twenty five things to talk about. And I'm not joking. We are gonna when we get him up here on the line in about fifteen minutes, I don't even know where to start. We've got the overreaction weekend to uh the end the first weekend, the first games of the NBA playoffs. Uh I we've gotta to talk to him about the sale of the Washington Commanders, which uh I don't know, it depends on where you read. It may not be uh may not be through yet. Uh, just want to get it over with, uh, we're going to talk about the first few weeks of MLB. We're going to talk about yesterday's NASCAR race in Martinsville. I want to find out how his, uh, Easter and last week was too. So we've got a ton of stuff to talk about with, uh, Mark Panicelli again, uh, the host of, uh, the drive with Mark Panicelli on two, five, two ESPN. Uh, if you listen to us here on two, five, two ESPN, you know, uh, you get me for two hours. And uh, then you uh, from 3 to 5 p.m., and then you get him from 5 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, unless they've got some Washington Nationals action going on, and then uh, who knows where we'll be at that point. But, uh, again, very excited to talk to Mark because, uh, again, I I consumed a lot of sports last week. Yes, I was on vacation, but I watched the NBA playing games. I watched some Major League Baseball. Uh, Man, what a start to the season the Tampa Bay Devils had. Are the Tampa Bay Devils. The Tampa Bay Rays had, man, we've got, I didn't even include the NHL playoffs. We've got the Carolina Hurricanes beginning their run to the Stanley Cup tonight in Raleigh. Just so much stuff going on, but uh, can't wait to talk about all that stuff with Mark Panicelli. And then in our second hour, we'll have, absolutely, she is our favorite person in the world. Of course, outside of Hot Linda, because you know, of course, Hot Linda's number one. But uh, joining us live here in our Plush Willett studio on Whitehall Drive in our second hour, she is the Director of Marketing, Recruiting, and Communications at Lenore Community College. It's a lovely and talented Richie Honeycutt. We're going to get caught up on everything going on at LCC as the school celebrates its 65th anniversary this month. You know, we had her on here a couple of weeks ago, and we only had her on for uh, about 30 minutes, and I felt like there were so many things we didn't get to. A couple of weeks ago, and I told her then. Hey, hey, let me just let me finish the story here before you interrupt me, dear listener. I uh, I told her then, I was like, you know what? When you come back on, we'll get you back on here in a couple uh, a couple of weeks, and we'll give you the whole hour while well, I lied to her because we're gonna have uh, Mark Panicelli. Uh, we're doing the monologue now, obviously, and then Mark Panicelli to join me here at the end of this first hour. So that's going to do that whole hour. But she was fine with it. Just. I messaged her this morning and asked her. and She said, well, you know, with it being Monday, it would be better for me to get back to the office sooner. So uh, we're going to have her from about uh, our second hour at uh, the beginning of our second hour until about 35 minutes into it. So can't wait to talk to her. So many great things going on at LCC. Baseball team is doing fantastic we're going to get to that here in just a few moments and just everything going on over to lcc 65 years in existence and she's going to help us celebrate that we talked a lot about that a couple weeks ago but we're going to dive more into it again today and a bunch of other stuff too you know when we have richie honeycutt here on the show uh who knows where it's almost like having Panicelli on here i love having Panicelli and even richard clark and all our regular first hour guests you don't know where we're going to go. We will start talking about something. Shane Albee's the same way. Hell, Paul Whittington's the same way, and Junius is that way, too. Uh, but we'll start talking about something. Before you know it, we've spent 15 minutes on something that had absolutely nothing to do with what was in my notes. I know that's what's going to happen with Richie today, but I can't wait to get her on here. So uh, that's our guest today. Again, Mark Panicelli in our first hour. uh. uh Richie Honeycutt in our second hour The rest of the week uh, Here's who we have scheduled Uh, We hope to get him Listen, Don Trez Styles. In uh, the week we were off Of course he made his decision He's going to Georgetown Uh, We are going to talk to him tomorrow On Tuesdays with Trez uh, I, I'm really, I think we're going to probably continue it next year. I don't know if Joe Hargit and King's restaurant will be our sponsor of it next year since he's a Georgetown. So if you know anybody that is a Georgetown guy here in Kinston and Lenora County, let me know. Uh, that's a business owner who would like to sponsor Tuesdays with Trez for next, uh, next season. But this will probably be our last one of the year with him tomorrow morning in our 8 o'clock hour in our second hour. We're going to talk to him and just uh, find out what led to his decision to go to uh, Georgetown. But that is tomorrow. Of course, I mean, we'll have a regular guest the rest of the week. Tuesday, tomorrow will be Richard Clark in the first hour. Junius Smith the third on Wednesday. Shane Albee on Thursday. Paul Whittington on Friday. That's all our first-hour guests and then. Our second hour guest, like I said, tomorrow it will be uh, uh, Trez Styles with Tuesdays with Tres. Uh We are going to have Rob Gaudier or Gaudier. God, I always I want to give it the French pronunciation. We're going to have him on later on this week, talking about the ENC Renaissance Fair, uh, which is this weekend out at Lenora County Fairgrounds. Guess what? Got another big event coming up too this weekend. Jerry Stackhouse is going to be Uh, inducted into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, We're going to try to have him on. I don't know what day yet. I've been uh, talking to uh, his assistant, so we're going to try to get that figured out. Don't know if it'll be live. This is what I would love to do, though. I want to have him right here in our plush, well-lit studio, and uh, very excited about that. I've been invited to a couple of uh, uh, invitee-only events. Now, we're going to be there for his induction Friday night, but – uh, yes, I'm humble bragging here, Linda. I've been invited to, uh, like I said, an invitation only uh, event on Saturday and I can't wait. And this is the coolest thing about the whole event. They've told us to, uh, wear something with, uh, Jerry's, uh, either a Jersey or a team he's played on or whatever, that kind of thing. And if you've seen my studio and you've seen it in pictures here and there, you know, I've got some sweet Jerry, uh, stack jerseys. I'm going to, uh, bring some of those of course uh, i'm gonna wear at least one maybe even bring another and i just can't wait man i and then there's a church service on sunday morning i've also been invited to that i'm a church service and brunch in raleigh and uh, yes i'm humble bragging but i'm so excited about it. i can't stand it so uh can't wait to see jerry and can't wait and like i said my my goal is is to have him here on the show Uh, Live, Uh, he's never done, now he's done the show uh, on, you know, via telephone several times. I think we've had on five or six times. Uh, but he's never done it here in Kinston. And I've I've, I've I've heard the rumor, I've not heard it from him, but I've heard the rumor he's going to be in Kinston all week. So am going to try to uh, get him uh, live here in our plush, well-lit studio. My little Jerry Shrine, my little Kinston Shrine here in Kinston, or uh, here on Whitehall Drive. So very excited about that. My goodness, we're running out of time here already. We're already 15 minutes in. I haven't even uh, told. But those are our guests. Like I said, Jerry Stackhouse, Don Styles. Uh, Rob Gaudier, uh, Gaudier, uh, and then, uh, other guys who, uh, other people too this week, I think it's just going to be a, a red letter week for guests. I listen, well, let me just jump into this. Uh, let's talk about the Lenore community college Lancers, the baseball team guys, they are 26 and 12. They're 18-7 in Region 10. They are tearing it up, and they continued their hot streak while I was on vacation. Uh, they took two of three from Brunswick Community College over the weekend. Now, they lost game one, 12-11, but they won game two, four to 4-3 in Kinston. That was on Saturday. And then how about yesterday's game down in Bolivia? Uh, not Bolivia, the country, but Bolivia, North Carolina. They beat Brunswick Community College 22-8 yesterday. How about that? But, again, 26-12, and 12, the Lancers are. They have a doubleheader Wednesday at home right here in Kenson versus Pitt Community College. And I'm telling you, I am going to do my damnedest to get out there for that. Wednesday is just going to be a crazy day uh, is what I'm getting ready to tell you. A couple other things coming up too. But uh, they uh, – doubleheader Wednesday at home versus Pitt Community College. That begins at 1. They uh, So that will go – about uh, I don't know uh, probably to about five or six o'clock uh, Wednesday uh, then they uh, they're in Whiteville on Saturday for a double header against Southeastern Community College and but they're back home on Sunday at one o'clock for a nine inning game so tons of opportunities to see the North Community College Lancers this week you will see my fat butt out there I can promise you that. How about our down Eastwood ducks uh, they lost yesterday three to nothing in augusta however they are in first place in the carolina league north they're five and three overall they're a half game better than uh, the salem red sox the, the dudes begin a six-game series against the hated Carolina Mudcats this week at Historic Granger Stadium. They begin that tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Now, not 7. You're thinking, well, aren't they playing all their weekday games at 7? Nope. It's at 6 tomorrow because they have an education day at uh, Historic Granger Stadium on Wednesday. Uh, so they always play uh, the, the night before a, uh, an hour earlier. So don't forget, tomorrow Six o'clock, not at seven o'clock, six o'clock at historic Granger Stadium against the hated Carolina Mudcats. But then Wednesday, they'll play at 11 a.m. against, uh, again, against uh, the Mudcats in front of about 2,000 screaming, awesome kids in attendance. Love education days, man. I've loved every single one of those I've gone to or I've worked. Never been to one as a fan. Got to tell you, that's what, let me tell you what my Wednesday is going to be like. 11 a.m. I'm going to be there a little bit early. I'm going to go get me a hot dog, sit out there at Historic Granger Stadium for, I don't know, uh, for maybe for the whole game because as quick as these games are going, but till about 12, 15, 12, 30 or so, then uh, we've got our Hall of Fame, the kenton Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame. We're going to be uh, electing our, or selecting our 2023 class. We're going to have 12 uh, individuals. And two teams that are going to be a part of that, and uh, I'll get—I'll probably get more into that on uh, on Wednesday and definitely on Thursday when I let you know who was elected. Uh, but uh, very excited about that. But that's at one o'clock on Wednesday. Then when I finish that, and that should go till one till about 2.30. 2. Then I'm going to head out to LCC and go watch some LCC baseball. So how about that for a day? Wood Ducks at eleven. Vote for the uh, there's vote for the County Sports Hall of Fame at uh one o'clock and then when i finish that head out to lcc and watch some baseball so man i just hope the weather cooperates because that's a that's a great day for me i'm telling you for sure but back to the wood ducks uh, man what a busy week for them like i said in first place right now tomorrow at six o'clock at uh they're home for a six game homestand tomorrow at six o'clock uh on tuesday then wednesday it's education day you're gonna love it man uh, if you can get out there that game like i said is 11 a.m thursday is thirsty thursday uh, select brews are a dollar each friday is going to feature post game fireworks saturday is going to have another great giveaway they're going to be having a clear bag giveaway uh and then sunday is going to be dogs and dogs day at the old ballpark a dollar to get your dog into the park and then a dollar for a hot dog so uh Man, uh, you guys enjoy that. It's going to be a great, great week uh, out at Historic Granger Stadium. Uh, I told you a little bit earlier, this Friday is going to be a very special one in the sports history of the city of Kinston. Our very own Jerry Stackhouse is going to be inducted into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame in Raleigh. I'm going to be there. Very honored. I got my ticket for that, and uh, I'm going to be hanging out with George Whitfield, who is already in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Uh Jimmy Smith, the great, great Jimmy Smith, uh will be there too. Craig Hill and many others. Uh if you'd like to go, now let me tell you this, we've got a couple of tickets left over. Now you're gonna have to buy it. Like now listen, I bought my ticket too. Uh but if you are interested in going and sitting with all these legends, like I said, George Woodfield, Jimmy Smith, Craig Hill, uh Steve Oliver is gonna be there, just a, a bunch of Kinston legends are going to be all at one table and i get to sit with them it's going to be so cool but if you are interested in going we've got a couple of tickets available in fact one i know uh danny rice was going to hope to go but as you uh, we've told you uh the last couple of weeks he had knee surgery and his doctor's not really released him to be able to go all the way up there and have and then to sit for you know two or three hours during that ceremony so his ticket has opened up so uh, if you'd like to go hit me up uh, either, I feel like everybody's got my phone number who listens to this show, but if you don't have it, then uh, hit me up on Facebook or on Twitter, and I'll get you the details on how much the ticket is, and uh, we'd love for you, if, I, again, you want to sit with some Kenston legends, this is your opportunity, and we're going to have a blast, cannot wait. Uh, now, it's a pretty expensive ticket, and I'll tell you when you contact me how much it is, but you get a hardbound book. A hardbound book that's part of the deal too, uh, and it has all the information on uh, everybody's being inducted this year, and then all the past inductees too. So uh, again, uh, hit me up on. Uh, hey, listen, I am very easy to get in touch with. Whether you do it on Facebook or Twitter or uh, I don't. Anyway, get up with me. I'll let you know how much tickets are, and uh, and you will have a you will have a blast with us. I promise. Uh, bu- 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 Like I I, let me uh, jump on this one more time about the Kinston, North County Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, That uh, we're voting on that class, and again, some of those, uh, in fact, a lot of those names you just heard: uh, Jimmy Smith, Craig Hill, George Whitfield, uh, Steve Oliver, uh, Corey Povar, who I think is who I'm going to try to have on the show on Thursday to talk about the Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, All of us are going to be voting. Uh, There's 15 of us all together that are voting for this class. And, uh, man, we've got some great nominees and I tell you, I'm running out of time right now. I may talk about that more tomorrow or probably definitely Wednesday morning when we, uh, before we do all the voting, I'll let you know who all the nominees are. I think we've got right out about 45 nominees, uh, that folks sent in and that I know nominated and all the other people on the steering committee nominated too. And I, I'm excited. I'm telling you, I think we're going to have an extraordinary class of uh, folks that are going to come out on uh, that are going to vo- that are, that are going to be uh, voted into the Sports Hall of Fame. Whew. Okay, uh, one last thing. Like I was going to tell you, uh, the ENC Renaissance uh, Fair is this weekend at the Lenore County Fairgrounds. We are going to have uh, at least we're going to have a Rob Gaudier. Uh, Gaudier- said it again gaudier uh (laughs) joining us uh tomorrow night or i mean uh, later on this week uh to talk about that linda you're throwing me off here uh everybody everybody's uh messaging me right now and as you know i have the attention span of a gnat and so if i see something it throws me off okay uh but uh we're gonna have a rob Gaudier on to talk about the uh, enc renaissance fair it's a big big deal now they are not gonna have their concert uh i found that out this uh, while we were on vacation last week i guess they called that off i don't think there was enough interest in that so uh, they called off the concert, but, man, I'm telling you, there's still going to be the uh, King's Feast that is taking place this week and a couple of other events before the actual event itself on uh, Saturday and Sunday. So uh, some really, really good times taking place this week. Man, don't any, don't let anybody tell you there's nothing to do in Kensington or Lenora County because they are straight up lying to you. Hey, uh, I want to thank – I've got to give some serious, serious love to uh, the great Junius Smith III. Man, as you could tell, just trying to put all everything together for the show this morning. And uh, I just realized I wasn't going to have time to jump into max preps and look at the schedule and everything. And guess what? Went to encmoments.com, the place to go for local sports in Kinston and Lenora County. And guess what? The great Junior Smith's third already had it up. Listen, I've already seen I sent him a text message professing my love to him and telling him how much I appreciate him. And guys, go there. Please visit encmoments.com. Visit his website. Uh, he's got the schedule of events up for the week. Uh, and if you want to know what's going on in prep sports in Kenston and Lenore County, the only place to go is encmoments.com. He will hook you up and let you know what's going on. And you know what? Slide him a couple of shekels too, and uh, and show him your appreciation. And, uh, man, thank you, Junius. You are absolutely the man. Okay. I tell you what, we are going to get the great Mark Panicelli up here. Well, let me tell you what's going on real quick. Ah, I say all that. And then I didn't tell you, uh, today's events that are going on. There's only one uh baseball game that's going on uh Bethel who is eight and three right now they are at home against Fuquay Verena Hilltop Christian that game is at 430 then there is a slew of games tomorrow uh, Bethel is a playing again but they'll be at Wilmington Christian that's at 430 Parrot is at home against Wilson Greenfield at six Kinston is at home against James Keenan also at six South Lenore visits East Duplin at seven Southwest Edgecombe is at Aiden Grifton at seven, and the West Craven is at Green Central at seven. Those are all baseball. In softball, we've got two home games, or we've got one home, blah, 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 blah. we've got one game here in Kinston. Bethel Christian, who is six and two overall. They take on a Hosky Christian, who is three and three. And then that game is at four o'clock. And then Aiden Grifton travels to Greenville to take on Rose. That game is at five. Uh, we'll give you all of Tuesday's games tomorrow. Then only one soccer game today locally and that is north lenore who is six six and one overall they travel to uh goldsboro to take on eastern wayne and and uh in a non-conference game so there you go again please visit encmoments.com thank you thank you thank you junius smith you are, uh, you're the best, man. You're just absolutely the best, and uh, we just appreciate him so much. Listen, I'll tell you who else we appreciate: it's Lenora Community College. For 65 years, Lenora Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Give uh, LCC a call at 252 252- 527-6223 visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill or Trent to find out how you can change your life today and again thank you you'll hear from Richie Honeycutt as we uh, tip off our second hour she's our big interview in our second hour today but thank you to her and Dr. Rusty Hunt and all the folks over at Lenore Community College for helping uh bring uh the Brian Hanks show to you every day and Goodness gracious, alive! One of my favorite people in the world is Mark Panicelli from the Drive. Uh, with Mark Panicelli on ESPN two five two ESPN one hundred seven point five FM in Greenville, one hundred seven point five FM in uh, Newburn, and he is live right now on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line. Whew, let me take a breath. Mark Panicelli, how the hell are you doing, my friend? i am doing wonderful happy monday
1: my friend i hope uh i hope you are doing well on your first day back from vacation
0: I, you know what dude i am not gonna lie to you it, it, it was rough man it's been rough so far <laughs> hey i didn't get up before what seven ten, seven fifteen for the last for the previous 10 days rolled out of bed at 420 this morning because i was like you know what i needed to run to the bank and deposit hey i needed to run to the bank and deposit some checks boy that's something to whine about isn't it so uh <laughs> so i had to go do that dude got down to the bank and my, my apple watch goes off and says oh you've left your phone behind so left my phone behind went and worked out for uh 30 minutes without my phone with no music and dude I don't know how people do it man I mean how what did we do before we had earbuds dude Oh come on man Walkman <laughs>
1: we did Walkman That's right? true. That's true. I used to, I used to carry around a, a, like a, like a book bag like a backpack and it was full of like cassette tapes which later turned into CDs right and we, and we had a Walkman. Uh, but you couldn't really work out with the CDs, the, the mobile <laughs> CDs, Walkmans. You know those would skip if you tried to do too much strenuous uh, activity. But yeah, technology's great. That had to be a miserable workout, Brian.
0: But nothing. what what, did you do what did you think about stuff that's exactly dude (laughs) honestly you remember when i sent you that text message just a few well what before seven i was like we got about 25 things to talk about no joke mark that's what i I was like okay i know i want to talk to mark about this and this and this dude i've been reading and i I don't want you to fall out of your chair Uh but i deleted a couple of games off my phone and i decided you know what all that time i was spending uh playing stupid games on my phone I need to do something for my brain instead of just killing my brain. So I've read a couple of books, man. I am reading one right now, and I can we just jump right into this because it involves Washington Commanders and uh, and uh, little Danny Snyder. Can we can we just can, can that be our launching off po- point here, dude?
1: Hey, man! Congratulations, by the way, too. And and is it too early to say welcome back, or should we plan something? Should we do a party? Uh, well, oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just, just I'm, I'm interrupting. I'm no, interru- you're, I'm not interrupting. Of you're not ahead, interrupting. You're not interrupting. I think
0: <laughs> you're right, dude. I mean, I, I have a shirt that's, uh, it's in the burgundy and gold It says sell the team. And, uh, I, now I've seen shirts where, uh, you know, football returns to DC, all this other kind of stuff. I think I'm going to have to get one of those, but dude, just what an awful, awful person Dan Snyder is. But dude, I, I here's my thing dude you know i mean i've never been divorced okay but i and i'm sorry i know you have dude but and but i've got other friends who've been divorced too and i know i've got one buddy in particular i'm not going to call him out here on the show but uh i know he considered his divorce the greatest day of his life i mean and i'm again i'm not putting you in that spot whatsoever mark but right, right. but this, uh, we would joke about it for the month leading up to when it would actually become formal. And the thing that I remember the most is that he would tell me. Yeah. You know what i don't want to get too excited because it, I, I want it to be official because i keep being afraid i'm going to get sucked back into that vortex and you know so until i have the papers in my hand that say the divorce is final then i'm not going to get excited about it mark that's how i feel about this with the commanders because it broke last week while i was on vacation that hey he's found a buyer it's going to be six billion dollars blah 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 whatever i don't i don't care if it's 20 just get him the hell out of dc and get him out of uh you know a bunch of uh commanders slash football team slash skins fans um and then yesterday something uh something came across my phone and it was like well hey not so fast on that sale evidently there was somebody else that bid seven billion dollars on it and it looks like the nfl may be reopening the sale to allow this seven billion dollar bidder and Mark, it goes back to what I was telling you about my friend that, you know, he was getting all excited about it, his divorce, but until those papers come through and formally say, Hey, the commanders or the Washington football team, whatever you want to call it has been divorced from Dan Snyder. I don't know if I can actually believe it, dude. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, look, it's going to happen. It's just the eventuality of the entire thing. I think that's really the process. And I get it because you're, you know, and I understand your concern. But let's face it, he's trying to sell the team. And, uh, and I know for everybody out there that doesn't wear uh, the NFL shield or maybe you're an NFL fan but you don't, you know, Washington doesn't strike a chord with you like it does with Brian. Uh, and 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 this doesn't matter. And maybe maybe you feel like you know, like, hey, I'm a good person. I shouldn't wish ugly things on another person. Even if even if in this case, and you talked about it, if you read some of the stuff that Dan Snyder's been associated with, I mean, uh, you can get real judgy real quick. But this is how you can not feel bad about any of this, whether it's six billion or seven billion. The fact of the matter is. This man bought this organization for $800 million back in the day and is going to make a somewhere between a 5 and $6 billion profit from it. So uh, nobody should feel bad for Dan Snyder. And I think, my friend, here's what I, here's what I am telling you right now. I would be shocked if someone... Uh, that I would be shocked if, if if Mr. Schneider still owned the team by kickoff this year. So we can delay it. We can delay the party, Brian. <laughs> we can make it a football party. You know, we'll overnight the, the commander's jerseys and stuff and have you all ready for kickoff and all that stuff. It'll be okay. We can take our time. But I think it's an eventuality. You know, it's not one of those things where I think, uh, oh, he's changed his mind. No, I think he wants to get out of this pretty quick. And I think that's the other thing that we haven't even thought about. The thing is, not only does someone have to bid on it, but it's an exclusive club. And so all the other owners are going to have to vote on it anyway. Uh, But I think they want to get this handled and accept a bid before the owners meet again, which I think is in May, uh, so that they can go ahead and get the the processes in place. But uh, look, man, I, I think... I think we're going to see you in the burgundy and gold again before <laughs> before the end of the year. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you because I have watched the plight of the Washington football fan over the last 20 years. Two playoff wins in Dan
0: Snyder's tenure as owner. Uh, Two playoff oh, wins. I, and I've got even more ammo here for you that I'm getting ready to read to you a little bit here. But uh, dude, and I've been in the desert. I tried to be a Jets fan, dude, and they, they still have a special place in my heart. But dude, I've been in this NFL desert for what the last two years after I after I divorced myself from uh, the Washington football team and just everything going on. They, and they were still the the skins at that point. Uh, so I guess two, two seasons or three seasons. It's just been, and I'm not going to lie. I've had a pretty good time. I mean, I had a great fantasy season a couple years ago. We can go over that again if you want. No, we're not going to do that, dude. Okay. But, (laughs) but, uh, I want to tie this together with my vacation last week. And I've been reading this book. You're a Feinstein fan, aren't you? A John Feinstein fan. Yeah. Feinstein's a legend. Yeah, He, well, dude, uh, John Dawson had gotten me a couple of books that I, of his books. I hadn't read yet. One is called next man up. Did you ever read that? It came out in 2005. So it's 18 years old. Did you ever read it? No, no. Oh my God, dude. It is so freaking awesome. I'm 200. Well, hold on. Actually, I'm, uh, 312 pages into a 493 page book with it, dude. And it is awesome. But here's what, bear in mind, now, this was written in 2005 about the 2004 season. And what it's about is he uh, embedded himself with the Baltimore Ravens that year in 2004. And it is just fascinating, dude. For it to be a, what, now, basically, because it was written about the 2004 season, for it to be a 19-year-old book or 18, 19, whatever you want to say, it is just, dude, just everything. I mean, he starts with them in the uh, preseason, uh, during their draft. He follows them. And right now where I'm at, they're about five or six games into the season of that 2004 season. It's just, it's so awesome, dude. It is so freaking awesome. for, Like I said, for it to be this old. But where I'm tying this in to uh, Dan Snyder, I know you're probably sitting there going, well, what does this have to do with Dan Snyder? He writes about Dan Snyder because the Baltimore Ravens played uh the skins that year and uh can i just read this is a, dude now bear in mind this came out in 2005 so this book is 18 years old can i read a couple of paragraphs yeah. to you about daniel yeah, m snyder Absolutely, this is so awesome again this is from next man up from uh john feinstein now i know they do a uh, football mark where they say you know uh without the express written consent of uh, the nfl now am i going to get in trouble reading to you straight from this book you think
1: no, no, we've credited it. Isn't that, that what you've got to do? Well, you're the radio what, what guy. You're thing? the radio
0: guy, dude. That's the reason I'm asking you. Yeah. All we do is credit the source. And,
1: uh, you know, it's um, what's that thing? I'm trying to remember. What was that thing when you used to have to write papers and you had to have that one part of your paper? Your to bibliography? Credit all of your, uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, so, yeah, we're just, hey, we, we give credit. John, This is from John Feinstein's book from 2005. So, yes. Yeah, we're, there we're not. Go. We're not.
0: We're not plagiarizing verbally. Plagiarizing <laughs> Feinstein here, dude. This is so awesome. It's from Next Man Up by John Feinstein again. Copyright two thousand five. Okay, uh, This is about Mike Nolan. Do you remember Mike Nolan?
1: Oh yes, uh, Mike Nolan. I think uh, coaches in the USFL
0: now he does but uh, he was an assistant for the baltimore ravens that year okay but he had, yeah, yeah. there you go there you go but he had worked for uh Nor- north turner in washington Okay, uh, the Redskins were bought by one Daniel M. Snyder. A thir- and I'm, just, I'm reading this straight from here. By one Daniel M. Snyder, a 34-year-old whiz kid entrepreneur who seemed to think that being successful in business and being a football fan made you a football expert. Quote, I still remember my first meeting with him, Nolan said, shaking his head. He was sitting at his desk smoking a big cigar. First he did about 15 minutes on how he got to be rich. Then he said to me, if I guaranteed you a $50,000 bonus for getting our defense to be in the top three in the league, would that be an incentive to get you to work harder I told him no it wouldn't because with or without a bonus I was going to give heart and soul to the job he looked at me and said you're probably another one of those guys who lets his wife tell him what to do aren't you now that made me laugh I tell young coaches that they better be sure when they take a new job that their wife can be happy see the coaches have it easy we get someplace and we're spending all our time doing what we love, coaching. We're in meetings. We're planning. We're working with the guys. We're not the ones who have to find new schools and new doctors and a new place to shop and send out change of address stuff and get phones hooked up. Your wife is doing all the work, so you better be sure she's comfortable with wherever you're going with her because if she's not, everyone is going to be miserable. I didn't say anything like that to Snyder because I knew it was pointless. He was so busy spewing profanities all around. I just wanted to get out of there. Wow. Dude? Oh, I got to tell you, this is the next paragraph, too. For a, Okay, now this is uh, uh, Feinstein writing again. For a football coach to notice someone else's profanities, profanities is remarkable, since profanity is the official language of the NFL and most professional sports leagues. <laughs> is that or is that not true? That meeting with Snyder exactly. proved to be the beginning of a less than beautiful friendship. Early that season, after a Redskins loss, Snyder told Nolan that his defensive calls were too vanilla. Like the other coaches, Nolan had figured out by then that trying to explain football to Snyder was pointless since he had already since he already had the game figured out a few days later a gallon of 31 flavors ice cream showed up on Nolan's desk with a note that said this is what I like not vanilla's Nolan laughed and sent Snyder a note thanks for the ice cream my kids enjoyed it dude that was just the one thing then when they play him later on in the season They trail 10 to nothing. The Ravens do. They come back and win the game. I don't remember what the final score was, but, uh, uh, they, they, it's just amazing to me, I guess my whole point in reading you that and proving to you for starters, proving to you and the listeners, uh, Mark, that I can read, don't act like you're not impressed by that. Okay. But, uh, that (laughs) can you believe in 2005, only seven years after Snyder had bought the team that he was that hated at that point. I mean, and dude, and they talk, oh, you should, in, in 2005, they talk about going to play in D.C., and 90,000 people were at the game. Wow. When you think about that, dude, and again, we're talking about just 18 short years ago, Mark Panicelli, mm-hmm. that Daniel Snyder has done what he has done to this football team, and I like what you said. I didn't even realize that to tell you the truth. Two playoff wins in 25 years as the owner of the coach. Uh, have not had an 11, 11, win season, even with us going to 17 games, haven't had an 11 win season since 1992. What, dude, I'm just, I'm ready. And I don't know if I'm formally ready. So like I said, I want the divorce has to be final, uh, before I can start dating again. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and take back, uh, the, the commanders, but I gotta tell you, man, I've been. I've been looking back at some old pictures, you know, and, you know, I can close my eyes and I can picture her in some short shorts and and her, and her boobies pushed up. And dude, I'm telling you, man, I, I could see myself again, you know, uh, dating the commanders, dude.
1: Well, that took a weird turn at the end. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> me speechless there uh <laughs> wow so daniel m costanza uh is what we should probably call this guy wow what a just a petty uh oh my gosh and then that was before he even you know and as the years got on it he became more uh brazen and more uh just ridiculous and uh, it, wow yeah so see hearing you read that from the book is uh, is really interesting that this is this is the guy. This is the owner, and this is why Washington fans everywhere are rejoicing. And maybe many like yourself will be returning from their sabbatical or exodus from the from the franchise, perhaps. Uh, so uh, that being said, I know you're ready, man. It's, yeah. it, could, it
0: could be exciting times, uh, dude. For, I hear uh, hear what I'm saying, Washington. man. I don't care if they go one in sixteen, and I mean that sincerely. We won't have that hanging over us. We won't have that just, I don't even know the word mark. I mean, and for two people who are, or for me who have made my whole life with words, I don't even know the words, but I got to tell you when it, you know, when the news broke last week, it came across, you know, ESPN and all that, that, you know, that an agreement in principle had been, uh, agreed upon and all that. And. I, it was a sigh of relief, dude. I even, I'm not going to say I didn't bawl or cry or anything, but I got a little emotional because it was like, you know what? I can go back now because I was not. And you know, this as well as anybody, Mark, I, as long as that son of a bitch was owning the team, I was not going back to that team, dude. Uh, but with him. Potentially gone, dude. Yes, I, I can see me going back. And dude, I got rid of all my skin stuff. You know this, dude. I mean, I got rid of all of it, <laughs> primarily because, and I don't regret it. Yeah. And honestly, I don't regret it because as much a, a lot of it had to do with the team name too. And you know that we've talked about it way too much. We're not going to devote time to it right now. But dude, I it just feels good to that this fall. Now it's going to be on freaking YouTube TV, and I'm going to have to figure out how to do that over three TVs in my man cave. But that i could be watching my uh, that i could be watching my team again dude that's right that's right I,
1: look i it's it's really interesting and i you know take it uh you know i i, I think if you're going to win championships and say what you want um i think championships start with the top and sort of trickles down and you have to give credit to Somebody like Robert Kraft from a football standpoint, as far as the football success. Now, mind you, these are all human beings, and you know we've, you know, Robert Kraft has had some questionable things happen in his uh, uh, in his personal life, for sure. Uh, but uh, but trust me, and I, I mean, look at the, the team that I root for. I, I, I hope this inspires him to sell the team. They, by the way, so since he bought the team from former blockbuster, blockbuster video. Mogul Wayne Huizenga, Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, and that proud franchise, as you well know, has zero playoff wins since he's been the owner for the last ten plus years uh, of that of that group. So uh, I think it all starts with the top, and I mean, and and look at it just for Washington fans to sort of circle back around and talk about that. uh, And I can relate to this is. it it was coming off of the heels of the greatest era of Washington professional football, where they had just won, Joe Gibbs had just won three Super Bowls. Uh, They were one of the winningest teams of the, of the eighties and, and, and and early nineties and stuff. And, and to go from that to what Dan Snyder made that franchise, uh, it just absolutely was crushing to the fan base without question. And that he did it, like I said, it's, it's one thing to be meddling, that's bad enough. Uh, but to do it and then to have all this other stuff sort of the you know, the fact that you know, the guy's kind of a jerk, you know, to have that and, and all of this other stuff was just this you know, you ever had bad icing on a cake? I know everybody says there's no such thing as bad cake, but that's a lot. I think everybody's had, you know, and I am and I know I'm gonna sound really bad. Sometimes if you get one of those store bought cakes the icing is just not on par, and, you know, that's what that was. That was a bad cake with terrible icing, and, it, you know, for poor – and, again, I, I have the sympathy. You know, there's nothing like having to eat a bad piece of cake and then, you know, because you have to smile when you're eating cake. It's usually at your dinner. You're eating the cake. You don't want to be rude, right? But you were. You walked right on out. You threw the cake in the trash can and <laughs> just walked out of the party, didn't you? You didn't yeah. have any of that cake anymore. You were tired of eating that cake.
0: <laughs> I it, it, Yeah, dude. I'm just – I'm giddy. I mean, I really am. Again, let me for the what fourth time now for people who are just joining us say that I am not – until it's all over i'm not going to really celebrate okay but we may have to have a party here dude you're right i mean i I may just throw a doggone party and buy me a commander's jersey with whoever the the star of the team is going to be coming up i don't know uh, because dude i can't wait dude We have now spent way too much time on this one subject, but it was a good subject. That's what we do. I know you said twenty-five things. I was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. We're going to. We haven't even gotten off of the first one, and that was like my number three thing on my list. I guess I actually made a little list of things to talk about here, dude. We got to have overreaction Monday to the first games of uh the nba playoffs and dude we have a ton of stuff to overreact to okay uh i mean i don't even know where to start other than how about the miami heat defeating the milwaukee bucks 130 to 117 and could they could and is it could this be that denver oh who did denver beat uh when they won uh the 8-1 matchup was it who? golly no oh, uh minnesota I, was it Minnesota, but anyway, they beat somebody yeah. in it. No, no, I'm not talking about over this past weekend. I'm talking, uh, like 25 oh, years talking, ago, Dikembe Matumba, uh, Was
1: that, was that the Seattle superstar ah, back in the, Yes, it the was. The Gary Payton. Ding,
0: okay. ding, ding. You're absolutely right. It was him. Dude. Okay. I know it's overreacting. I wish I had a sounder here that I could play with this. Uh, but dude, the Miami heat had really no trouble with the bucks after Giannis went out and, Dude, and you talk about a scary fall, man. I was watching that game live, yeah. and when he hit his back, it took my breath away. Mark, I mean, I, obviously, yeah. I can't imagine what it did to him. Okay, overreaction Monday question here for you, uh, Panicelli. Can Miami win this series? <laughs> oh man, gosh, it was wild, and I mean, you just, you just, uh, you know, then
1: that's just a little bit of the NBA weekend. Um, we, if Giannis doesn't play, and he's questionable for Game Two. Uh, I think Miami could uh, make it interesting Uh, because, again, you're talking about – I mean, this is – Giannis is at the the level, and he even mentioned this, uh, I think he said a couple weeks ago, that he feels like he won the MVP the last five years. Uh, And he is on that level. He's good enough where every year he should be in the conversation. So when you have a guy who's literally in the – you know, if he's not one, two, or three in your list of the greatest active players in the world – uh, then I don't think you've been watching basketball. So he's, his absence really brings Milwaukee down, and then that, that's going to allow uh, you know, that one-two punch of Bam Adebayo and, and, and Jimmy Butler to, to perhaps steal that series. So without question, if Giannis can't return, Milwaukee is in trouble. Um, and then I'll just sort of, since I know we're pressed on time, just roll into the other things. What if John ja Morant can't come back?
0: You went to my ja brain. John Morant X1, got dude. hurt,
1: and he uh, – you know, the Lakers won that, and I'm going to throw this stat out here. LeBron James, before this series, no matter what team he's played for, the Heat, the Cavs, or the Lakers, when his teams win game one of the series, they are 27-2 and two in those series. He's only lost two playoff series when his team won the first game. So the Lakers won that. Uh, and looked pretty good in that. And then again, you take out John Morant. Wow. Uh, and I, I don't know that he's number three, but he's probably maybe top five, uh, certainly top 10. But that being said, uh, the Lakers, which, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of, that was a sexy pick going into the playoffs, but that really would work out for them if, if John Morant can't
0: play. Well, even sexier than that, like you said, dude, Caesars has the Lakers as minus 240 favorites to win that series. That means that's more than two and two to one. That's like two and a half to one that they think the Lakers are going to win that series. I do want to say one more thing though, real quick about, uh, that, uh, heat buck series. This is what I was impressed with as much as anything, dude. How about Tyler hero breaks his hand. And then, did you you said you watched the game? They swung the ball. Yeah. You know, he gets a he shot a three pointer with a broken he hand. He did. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll,
1: you know, I'll, I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, he broke his hand. It looks like on that play where him and uh, Grace and Allen, the evil Grace and Allen, <laughs> uh, uh, where they were hustling for the basketball. But yeah, dude, that was a that was a tough play. And you and know, again, that, you think about his. Uh, you know, effectiveness going forward and how this might uh, affect uh, the Miami Heat roster. But I still think they can win even without Tyler Hero.
0: Oh, I do too, but I just more than anything, I just wanted to just oh, yeah. get your thoughts on his toughness because, listen, I mean, we're not talking about he attempted to lay up with a broken hand or he attempted a mid-range jumper. Dude, he attempted a 25-foot jo- shot from the corner with a broken hand. Can you imagine? And I know he probably had a lot of adrenaline and all that, but still, he was in a lot of pain. Can you imagine Mark Panicelli attempting a three-pointer with a broken hand? No, no, I'll tell you, when I was watching it, when I saw it unfold, so
1: he's sitting there at at the baseline, and he's holding his hand. You can, like, I mean, it looks like he's, you know, hurt. And then they pass him the ball, and he just goes up and he shoots it like nothing's wrong. And I thought for a slight second before he went back and grabbed his hand again, I was like, wow, was he faking over there? Because they left him (laughs) totally wide open at the baseline. Uh but uh uh no it was that was pretty tough. I you know, look now if if I'd broken my hand in a basketball game, I would have been like laying on the ground and, <laughs> you know, it'd have been like uh the
0: Ron Burgundy in the phone book. <laughs> you know they, no, I agree
1: the man punted back <laughs>
0: there. by the way, dude, one of the top five movies of all time. One of the greatest scenes of all time that you just did right there. But uh we in the remember initially I thought well maybe he dislocated a finger. Have you ever dislocated a finger because I've done that playing basketball before dude. I've done it twice actually. Have you?
1: Um I have. It's been a long time ago, but I've also broke my arm playing basketball. So um yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was that was terrible. And I was really young. And by the way, kids, <laughs> this is a good rule. It's going to look really weird. It looked like I had two wrists. I hit the ground, and I looked up, and I I, I tried to fix it, Brian. I tried to fix it. Don't try to fix it, (laughs) kids. That's a bad idea. I just want to tell everybody
0: that. PSA. Now you know. I love you, dude. It's the same (laughs) deal. Linda's bringing me a tea, and she's wondering why I'm in here screaming. He's talking about breaking his wrist and then trying to reset it himself, okay? Don't do that. She said, don't do that. Oh my god! I'll tell you this: the last time uh, that I dislocated a finger, it was my pinky finger on my left hand. It wasn't even my shooting Mm. hand, and I just had reached out trying to break up a pass. And dude, I broke up the pass, all right. Uh, And dude, my—if you're looking at your the palm of your left hand, it was pointing at a my pinky was pointing at a ninety degree angle exactly well you would love this so you kind of remind me of it so the guys were out there and of course everybody one guy threw up if that tells you anything it was that bad okay <laughs> but then uh there's this guy i don't even know if he's listened to the show but uh james i cannot remember his last name has a son that's going to be playing for kinston here in a year or two anyway anyway that's not important to the point but he was the, the veteran old guy out there and he's like listen it's just a it's not broken it's dislocated here let me put it back in joint for you oh. so I let him try, <laughs> Mark, this is not, I let him try it like three times before. I almost passed out from the pain. It was, he kept well, see what it is. You got these ligaments right here and you got to pull it out and just, you can pop it right back in there. Dude, he, I let him try like three times and even thinking about it right now, I'm not joking, Mark, even thinking about it right now, hurts my stomach thinking about it. Cause I remember Ooh. the pain. I had to go to the emergency room. They had to do it in the emergency room and, uh. That, those were one of the last times I stopped playing uh, pickup basketball, dude. <laughs> you are a brave
1: man. I would – I hope no one ever sees me, if you're listening, that you never see me in a situation like that because it's going to be some Michael Scott level uh, just overreaction to my injury. <laughs> I mean, so absolutely horrific, man. Uh, but God, no. I I would not have let anybody touch that. I would have just ran out of there. Yeah, but, dude, come on.
0: Now, here's where – dude, i tell you who was out there. Do you remember uh, – oh, Derek Bain was out there. Remember Derek Bain from Channel 12? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember Derek, yeah. Derek was there, and it, he wasn't the one that threw up, but I remember him, like, freaking out about it too. But he was playing with us. It was here in Kinston. But uh, anyway, dude, it just uh, – I, I never – and it's still and i'm looking at my pinky finger on my left hand right now and it's still got a little bit of swelling it's it's thicker in the uh, knuckle area than the one on my right hand because of that incident dude no joke anyway 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 enough about that no i know
1: i, I still have a scar uh on my, <laughs> well, my under my forearm where the bone came out where
0: i tried to reset the broken the broken arm yeah how about this? Leo Lockhart is listening to us right now. You're right, Leo. It's James Simmons. James Simmons tried to reset it. Reset it for uh, Leo's listening right now. Were you, I, Leo might have been out there that night. Leo, were you out there that night with us? Let me know. Message me but uh but yeah james simmons uh was the guy that tried to reset it for me and uh, but dude that's what i'm trying to tell you dude you're out there with a bunch of guys you can't be a wuss i mean you, you know if someone says hey i can do yeah. that for you dude it, it, don't you think you lose a little bit of uh your male credibility if you uh no 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 I'll, i'm just i'm gonna go to the emergency room
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think so uh but again i'm just out of out of practice but i mean i'm you know i'm at this the age now where you know you get like that little bit of ingrown toenail thing and it just barely touches something and you're like, Oh my
0: God. Uh, Yes, I know exactly what, yeah, I am sort of in that state myself. So yes, I know exactly what you're talking about there, dude. Mark Panicello, we've got you here for a couple more minutes and dude, we got the two things. Well, anything else? I don't want to leave. We'll talk a lot of NBA with Richard Clark tomorrow here on the show, but was there anything else that stuck out to you? Overreaction Monday for Mark Panicelli from the first games of the uh, 2023 NBA playoffs. Ooh, so much stuff. Um,
1: I will say that the Kings are
0: very interesting
1: uh, because I think when you look at that, I don't think many people give them a shot because it's the Warriors resume. They do win game one. Overreaction, I mean, again, I we'll see. I think the West is totally wide open. Uh, the, the Giannis story is still the biggest thing in the East right now. Uh, the Celtics look really good. I was really impressed with, uh, with game one uh, of that. But I always go back to it, and you, you use the term overreaction, and I think that's the perfect uh, thing to say. I, I feel like every year – I always do this rant. It's like every year I feel like after you do this for as long as I've done it, you know, for 2000 years, I've been doing sports talk radio. <laughs> and so it feels like every time of year or so, you feel like you've, I've made this rant before, but I always do it. I always say, guys, it's great. Remember it's the best of seven series, but that's the way we do it. It's just like every other sport. We We live from game to game and our emotions sometimes dictate our feelings and and the, the the results over the weekend were kind of wild. And uh, I know a lot of people are certainly have some weird reactions, but understandably now, again, injuries are always huge. And, uh, I mean, we didn't even talk about, Hey, how about the, the sun's losing to the Clippers and they didn't even have Paul George. Yeah. So, uh, uh, no, it, it was a wild and crazy. I love it. The Canes play tonight. Are we going to get to that at all? No, we're not, dude. I,
0: we've got thirty seconds left, dude. I mean, thirty
1: seconds.
0: Thirty. We've talked for thirty five minutes, and we've not. We've talked about two things: the Commanders and the NBA playoffs, dude. And I want, dude. That's not. A, that was number six on my list, dude. I had the uh, yesterday's race in Martinsville. I want to talk about the MLB first few weeks. I want to talk about Tampa Bay and how they've started out dude i wanted to actually get a little prep sports i wanted to ask you about your easter break and all that dude and i've done none of them. i want to talk about the uh, mm-hmm. washington nationals and uh trez headed to georgetown i wanted to get your thoughts on that yeah. and i'm not getting to any of it dude i'm just uh anyway ecu baseball's won eight in a row dude uh, ecu yes. baseball that's number nine on my list here dude yeah, it's just, i mean it's
1: we, we didn't get to any of it. We didn't get to any of it today. And, well, let, let, me, let me just plug this. I'm going to try to get to some of these things later today good, at 5 good, o'clock good. on my show, The Drive. We have today Trevor Donnell from the Sun Journal uh, and my, our very own Kyle Gaskins. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. And, Brian, it's National Haiku Poetry Day, <laughs> so we're bringing sports haikus to the people today. Uh, one of the lost arts of poetry have, when's the last time you wrote,
0: wrote a haiku hey, I have
1: one ready if you're
0: ready I want to hear it and that's how we'll end your appearance this week uh, the the next time I write one dude will be the fir- well you know what no we had to do that in English we had to I remember doing that in English my senior year so uh, I guess it's been dude if you want it 87 1987 so what 36 years ago but go ahead let's end mark <laughs> Panicelli's Monday appearance with his sports haiku hit me dude well, since they had the RBC uh, event at the Hilton Head yesterday,
1: uh, I, I was golf inspired, especially since Kyle's going to join me today. So here's my example: uh, Jordan Steve blew it, had a chance to win it all, Fitzpatrick instead. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Dude. Remember, it's a five-seven-five. What is it? Uh, syllabic, uh, uh, syllabic, uh a sequence and that's how you do it so write a haiku today everybody that's your homework
0: that is awesome mark Panicelli, one of the smartest guys i know and, and you prove it every time you come on my friend oh you're the best man welcome back sir welcome back uh, i'm glad to be back can't wait to come on your show on wednesday my friend all right, big guy. There you go. That's Mark Panicelli. Listen to him on 107.5 FM in Greenville. 107.5 in New Bern. And heck, if you're anywhere here in uh, the Kinsale-Nord County area, uh, you'll get one of the 107.5s, and you'll definitely uh, be able to hear him on that. But I uh, really do appreciate him joining us here in our first hour. Man, what a – I got to tell you, uh, Richie Honeycutt, our second hour guest, is joining me. God, you like i am good. Can I thank say you. you're it's, my big you're sister? S- but I can—I yes. can say that or my older sister. Yeah. You're not big at all.
1: Yeah, You're younger sister I prefer, yeah. but I'm older.
0: Can yeah. I tell you something? You look—you look pretty good. This thank morning. you. Okay, you it's look all Monday. springy and everything. We're trying okay? to get
1: into the summer mood because we're going to talk about registration as long with our sixty fifth.
0: I love it. So that's coming up in our second hour again. Thank you for joining us for the first hour. Of today's show coming up, Richie Hunica here on the Brian Hank show presented by Lenore community college.